Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, April 4th. This is Jamie Goldberg with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Nearly one in four Oregon congressional candidates on the May ballot can't vote for themselves. An analysis by the Oregonian Oregon Live shows that 10 out of 45 candidates on the May ballot live in a different district than the one they are seeking to represent. Among the candidates who live outside the district they're running in are several seeking to represent Oregon's new 6th congressional district. Candidate Andrea Salinas, who led the redistricting committee in the Oregon House last year, lives in Lake Oswego, about a mile west of the 6th district border. Former Multnomah County Commissioner Loretta Smith, who is also running, lives about 15 miles from the district's nearest border. The U.S. Constitution doesn't require members of the House of Representatives to live in the district they represent. Portland Commissioner Joanne Hardesty is expressing remorse over her failure to address a pair of lawsuits demanding thousands of dollars in personal unpaid credit card debt, suggesting the lapse created a damaging distraction as she seeks a second term in office. A Multnomah County judge has ordered Hardesty to pay a credit card company about $16,000 in overdue debts and fees. Hardesty said she made an initial payment March 31st and set up regular deductions from her wages to settle the remainder of the outstanding balance. Records show she never bothered to fight or resolve the cases in court, despite the lawsuits attracting headlines late last year. Oregon reported more new COVID-19 cases the last week of March than during the same time period the previous week, signaling, if not the beginning, of a new coronavirus bump than a substantial slowdown in the post-Omicron plunge in cases. The increase in newly reported cases in Oregon has been relatively small, with the one-week daily average climbing from 200 cases March 28th to 252 April 1st. But the bump comes after nine consecutive weeks of rapid declines, and it could be a sign of more infections in the weeks ahead. However, the up-and-down trajectory of infections has shifted often throughout the pandemic. Many federal health officials have said they don't expect a large surge nationally, driven by the even more contagious BA2 subvariant of Omicron. In a reversal, Portland officials now say they might return both the city's iconic elk statue and its elegant and heavily damaged fountain base to their place on Southwest Main Street downtown. City officials have signaled this winter that the fountain, with its wide and ruined foundation, was a relic they would not reestablish in its full extent, given the need for downtown bus and bike lanes. But a barrage of emails, searing essays, and a Facebook page with a large following have all helped nudge city leaders to consider a complete reconstruction of the beloved public sculpture and its granite base, known officially as the Thompson Elk Fountain. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.